Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 99. Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe it. Cannot. Um, Today we're talking about setting goals, but before we begin, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Well, something that's frustrating me is so December is almost over, uh-huh. which means we're entering into my least three favorite months of the year. Yep. January through March. Yep. Even though my birthday sprinkled in there, not my favorite time of the year. They're rough. So, yeah. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. So, but something that is um, bringing me joy is the kids and I, for their study this year, we're doing creations to the Greeks. Oh. And the Lord is just teaching me so much. I could cry, but it's just so awesome. And That's amazing. I, we all look forward to school every morning. And oh my gosh. it's just... It just is bringing me so much joy. That's incredible. Yeah. So I love that. What about you? Well, what's frustrating me is that my period um, just doesn't know what to do with itself. I finally got the memo this morning, but I spotted for six days before it was like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to kick in now. Mm. Which I always spot for a long time, but that was like just more than normal. Yeah. So it's just in last time I was five days late. So it's just, it's just so frustrating. I just feel like my body can't figure out what to do with itself. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it was annoying before, but at least it was consistently right. annoying. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's annoying for different reasons. So it's just frustrating. Um, but what's bringing me joy is we got family photos taken oh, and I just yeah. cannot wait to get them in my hands. They're just I just love it. It's just so fun. Did you guys go to take your photos? Oh, we went to the farm. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So it's just that's where we went last time too. But it's just so pretty, and we had them taken in November, early November. You know, like it was still like fall and beautiful Uh and golden hour, and everybody looked so cute, and it was just really fun. So yeah. That's bringing me a lot of joy. Well, it's the day after Christmas, and I don't know about you guys, um, but every year I get this post-Christmas slump, right? Just like we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, there's all this buildup and hype leading up to the big day, and then like it's over, and now it's just dark and gray and cold, if yeah. you live in the Midwest like we do at least. Yep. And New Year's can be fun, but like that honestly feels like a letdown sometimes Uh too. Sometimes like a new year almost feels intimidating. Starting over can be fresh and good and new, but it's also like, oh, we're starting over again. (laughs) You know, like it's just, it just is a lot sometimes. Um, Or maybe for you, like it does feel really good to have a fresh start. Whatever it is that you feel about New Year's and like the post-Christmas season in general, we wanted to help prepare you and also get you excited for what Mm -hmm. is next. Whatever your fertility season looks like for you, Setting goals and planning for the next season, traditional or otherwise, like, you know, spring, summer, fall, winter, (laughs) or just like your life season, what is happening in your life right now, that can help you to feel some hope and some excitement. So um, Blake and I like to sit down every year and set goals for the next year, not so much like resolutions, (laughs) um, but actually set goals 
Um, we follow Michael Hyatt's system for setting not just smart, but smarter goals. Um, we're not going to go crazy into detail, but the gist basically is, so it's like an acronym. If you want smarter goals, everybody uses SMART, but he has a couple extra. So specific, you want to identify exactly what you want to accomplish in as much specificity as you can muster. It should answer who, what, when, why, where. Okay. Um, so like an example of a bad goal would be write a book. An example of a good goal would be write a book proposal for the vision-driven leader. I'm reading this from the website, everybody. I'll, we'll link it so you can see. It should be measurable, which is the M. As the old adage says, you can't manage what you can't measure. If possible, try to quantify the results. So you want to know absolutely positively whether or not you hit the goal. So a bad example or example of a bad goal would be earn more this year than last. A good one would be earn $5,000 more this year than last. Okay. Very measurable. Yes. Actionable. Every goal should start with an action verb. So like quit, run, finish, eliminate, rather than a to be verb like am, be, or have. Example of a bad one would be be more consistent in blogging. And a good one would be write two blog posts per week. See the difference? Risky is the R. A good goal should stretch you, but not too much. He likes to go right up to the edge of his comfort zone and then step over it. If he's not over his comfort zone, he's not thinking big enough. So bad example of bad would be increased sales by 2% and of good would be increased sales by 10%. So, or like run once a month (laughs) versus run Run once a week or something, you know, um, the T is time bound. So every goal needs a date associated with it. When you do plan to deliver on that goal, it could be by the end of the year. So December 31st, I want to have accomplished this by December 31st, or it could be like a quarter. So by the end of March, okay, have that accomplished. Um, a goal without a date is just a dream. So make sure that every goal ends with a by when date. So instead of lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds by June 30th. Okay. And then the two extra, the E and the R is exciting. You should personally be excited about achieving the goal. If this isn't the case, then you likely won't have the motivation necessary to continue pursuing the goal when you encounter unexpected challenges, which you will. Um, so it should be exciting and then relevant your goal should be relevant or aligned with your values, your season of life and your other goals. So start a new business at the same time you want to get a master's degree is not very relevant, but you could do one or the other. So, and then another one, like don't set too many. If you set too many, then you just like get overwhelmed and bog yourself down. And I've been guilty of this. So pick less than 10 things that you want to accomplish, write them down and review them frequently go back to, and you can reevaluate. You can like change them as necessary, But setting goals this way actually helps us to get really excited about what's coming Mm post-Christmas. It's made a big difference for us. It just feels exciting in a different way than like the Christmas lead up. And we know we have these goals that we're trying to accomplish. And we also like to plan like what we're going to do with the kids this year or what we're going to do for business this year, what we're going to do with each other this year. And we just, so we have different categories that, or, Uh or we'll try to have like one goal per category of like one for business and one for family and one for friends and one, you know, one for the house, whatever you can like divide them as you want. But we started doing that, I don't know, like five or six years ago, probably. And it's just made a really tremendous difference Uh just in, we're actually accomplishing more things. 
Um, but we're also just being intentional yeah. about our time and about our year. Do you guys like year. write it down and like have it visible so you know like, or is it just? Blake does. Okay. He has, cause he's got like the whole basement is like his office. So on his sure. whiteboard, he'll start out with having them and he does his a little bit differently. He'll set quarterly goals okay. and then like six month goals. And then, sure. like, you know, like he'll yeah. set them up differently. Whereas I'm like, I don't got time for that. So I'll just like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. whatever. But like one of mine this year was I wanted to read more. Uh-huh. So, you know, it has to be specific. That's not a good sure. one. So I thought about, well, maybe if I read 12 books this year, but then I was like, I want to read consistently. Uh-huh. I don't want to just like read 12 books, read 12 books. Right. I want to become a reader again sure, because sure. I kind of lost that in the midst yes. of motherhood. Yeah. And so I decided to read one book a month. Yes. Because I knew that that would keep me reading. Right. It gives me a deadline to, I have to finish this book by the end of the month. Uh-huh. I can start a new one if I want to. Uh-huh. And then that one doesn't have like, right. you know, I just have to finish that one by the next month. Sure. I guess. But that keeps me consistent. I can't remember how many books I've read this year. But it that goal of reading one book a month. Yeah which was really the bigger goal of to become a reader right, again. Right. It did the trick. Sure, sure. I've read, I don't like 20 books this year. Yeah, I've read a few too. Yeah. And I never was a reader. I didn't become like a reader, like enjoyed books until 2020. <laughs> like, and yeah. it was just so, I don't know. Now I'm like a whole new world. Has opened yes. Up. I just finished, um, Kristen Harmel's the, the book of the lost names. Yeah. I just added that to my list because of you. Oh my gosh. It is so good. Oh so good. The last like five chapters you like can't put down. I oh was my like, gosh. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, what's the other one? I like Kristen. Kristen Hannah. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Um, the lonely road. No, the great alone is. Oh, really the great good. alone. Okay. So good. But then, um, I don't think I've read any of her books, but I keep hearing how good they are. So oh, they're on my list. The Great Alone and is probably one of my top favorites. The Night Road. Okay. So good. But like The Night Road, um, The Great Alone, The Nightingale, also good. I've heard really good things yeah. about those. I didn't really like Firefly Lane, which they turned into a Netflix series. Okay. Um, that wasn't my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But That's all right. Yeah. So yeah. it's just... Books just kind of give you an escape. They do. You know? They and do. It's and it's like, easy. Yes. You know, to yes. just, like, you don't, it's cheap, I guess. Right. Because right. you can get them from the library. Yeah. But even, like, read a book a month. I used to just stick to, like, one, like, historical, fi- historical fiction. I love historical Me fiction. Me too. Um, or as a kid, I loved, like, boxcar children, mystery yes. books. Also just challenge myself to step outside of my norm uh-huh. and to read different kinds of books. And yeah. I've discovered there's a lot of books that I really love that I never would have thought to give a chance. Yeah. And so it's just been fun to like ask my friends who I know are readers, hey, what are you reading or what uh-huh. would you recommend? And then they start, you know, they'll read a good book and they'll text me and be yeah. like, hey, add this to your list. So it really has just opened up this whole new world for me. And I'm trying to encourage my kids to become readers and lead by example. They're not going to want to choose to sit down and read instead of doing something else that they don't see me doing that necessarily. That was a really good goal for me Uh was to, and it, it honestly did make my year so much better. Yeah. Just, and I did have some duds that I didn't care for. I've become a faster reader too, because I've been reading so much. So even if a book was not like excellent and I still kind of wanted to see how it ended, it didn't take me as long. Right. And I also learned this year how to quit a book that I don't like. Yeah. 
Right. Because I feel like I have to finish everything right. that I start. Right. And so that was like a big step for uh-huh. me. I was like, Blake, you won't believe it. I was reading this book and I just decided that it wasn't very good. And so I stopped, stopped. reading it. And he was like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, I'm so proud of you. You're a whole new woman now. <laughs> so, you know, and that's true too with your goals. If a goal isn't working for you, that's okay. Yeah. You can yeah. reevaluate and decide is this goal worth pursuing or am I just stopping because it's hard? You know, like for example, with yet we thrive, I always set a specific goal every year and then I always have to come back and reevaluate. Is this worth fighting for? It usually is. What can I do to make overcome this hurdle? You just have to keep, that's why it says to go back to it frequently. Cause then sometimes you have to adjust. Sometimes you have to change the date instead of reach 2000 followers by April. Maybe that's not happening. Right. You can, bump that up by June or reevaluate. You can give it, there's no like hardcore timeline for a lot of them. I mean, sometimes in life and business, there are hardcore. You have to pay your mortgage by a certain date every month. But a lot of times those like those lines are, you can move them. Yeah. Yeah. You have the charge of that. (laughs) So yeah. So just set some goals, set some fun ones, Uh set some, you know, ones that will, you know, like get better at organizing. That's a bad goal, but organize my pantry Uh by Thanksgiving, which is generally mine every year. You know, that's Uh something you can do. Do do one like that, that can make your home a cozier environment Uh or that can make your life more efficient. Sure. Have one date night per month. Right. You know, just things like that. You know, just get creative and have fun with it. Uh And we usually take a couple of days. We usually like take five days leading up to New Year's. So like this week. Yeah this is what we will be doing. Okay. I do look forward to it every year and it does give me something to channel my like post Christmas blues into. It yeah. makes me feel, it helps me turn that around and make it productive. Right. That's good. Yeah. But you, well, I like to set a word for every year, but you've been doing it a lot longer yes. than I have. So talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah. So we started it when we got married that we, just whatever we just kind of prayed about it like what does the lord like i don't know what word are we going with yeah. this year and it always like works out like i don't know it's weird it's just, like just what you need for that yeah. year yeah so 2010 was strength we didn't even know you had no idea no idea right in march of 2010 is when we lost yeah. our first but for some reason strength came to us and there it was there it was um the beginning of 2011 was hope and we got pregnant with tinley that february wow um uh, 2012 was transitions. There's a lot of transitions that year. We won't speak of. 2013. <laughs> 2013 was relationships. Um, 2014 was survive. 2015 was health. 16 was growth. 17 was new beginnings, um, which we moved in. We did we move into her house? No, but we thought about moving, and we moved the following year. Uh, 2018 was refreshed. 2019, grateful. 2020 was intentional. Mm-hmm. I mean, who mm-hmm. would have guessed that? Right. 2021 was perseverance. 2022, um, this year was consistent. So good. Yeah. So. Um, okay, but let me tell. Let me let you in. When you said consistent, when you like announced that consistent was your word, I was like, oh, it's like boring. But then, as like. You were like, as the year was going on, that was the word that I needed. I honestly just don't even remember what our word was for this year. Yeah. For 2021, it was intentional. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was. This, was. this has been a hell of a year, everybody. <laughs> I don't remember. I read a lot, yeah. but I don't remember what our word was. But I keep coming back to consistent. Yes. And 
I saw like somebody in their health journey was like answering the question. She was like, people ask me all the time how I stay motivated. Mm -hmm. The answer is I don't. I stay consistent. Yep. And yeah. I just keep repeating that in my head over and over because sometimes that's just what we need. Yes. Yes. I need to be consistent in like putting the dishes right. away, not right. motivated. I don't have right. to be motivated to do something, yeah. but to be consistent, to yeah. keep up with whatever. And I think for us, it was like being consistent in our parenting, yes. being consistent in our marriage, like being consistent in the rhythms of our home, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. we all fall off the wagon, right. but it's right. bringing it back and having that consistency. Mm -hmm. And even with our health, like working out, like I was walking two miles every day. I mean, that was yeah. like a huge goal, but right. I did it for like six months. That's amazing. And I was consistent in that, yes. you know? And yeah. so being consistent and making a meal plan every week, you right. know, yeah. it was just like, I needed that consistency mm -hmm. to thrive right, in my life, yeah. in our home. Yeah. And so, yeah. So like, tell us a little bit about like, so you choose a word uh -huh. and then like, what does that look like? How does that word affect you throughout the rest of the year? Or how do you like bring that word into play throughout the year? I pretty much just pray about it. Mm -hmm. But then like, I like, what am I wanting for this year? Mm -hmm. And I think I already have our word for this next coming year. Are you going to tell us what it is right now? Yeah, I think so. I can. Okay. Um, it's refine. Oh, that's good. And so, like, I just, I think that's the word. I don't know, but it's a good one. Yes. Look, word nerd. Word nerd. What is refine? refine. But um, I, I just, we pick it and then we just, how can we incorporate that word into our lives to help us do better? Yes. And I don't really like the word do better, but like thrive. Yeah. You know, like right. how can we use that and... Um, like the year for relationships, mm -hmm. when we picked that word, we really wanted to take root here. Mm. Um, I think half of our leg, half of our foot, our body was in St. Louis and the other half was here. And we yeah. were trying to, like, we were trying to figure out what do we want? Right. Where does the Lord want us? And when he told us, this is your mm -hmm. home for now, <laughs> right. we wanted to, to set roots here. And yeah. so we wanted to be intentional in our relationships and we wanted mm -hmm. to, um, focus on our friendships here and our community here. Yeah. Um, and so that was that year. Yeah. And so I kind of just reflect mm. on the past year. I reflect on things that I want to change or I want to do better in. Mm -hmm. And then I have a word that I cling to that year and try to incorporate it in everything yeah. I do. So refine means to remove impurities or unwanted elements from a substance, typically as part of an industrial process. Um, it also means to improve something by making small changes in particular to make an idea, theory, or method more subtle or accurate. And so, like, for for us, I think the Lord has really done a lot in my heart in the past three months. Yeah. Um, and even just this past year with just just some heaviness happening. And um, I think for me, it was more like shape my heart, Lord. Right. You know, like, refine me. Yeah. And as a believer... Every relationship we have is refining us for the Lord's coming, the next right. coming. Yeah. It's our marriages, our friendships, our mm -hmm. parenting, everything is, he's using that to refine us, to mm -hmm. prepare us for his next coming. Right. And so refine is just the refine. word we got right now. I love that. I don't know what our word is. I don't know. I might know by the time this airs. <laughs> we'll see. 
I didn't actually start thinking about it until I was writing this episode right. last night. <laughs> I have been thinking about goals, though, and what goals I want to set for next year. I don't have any set yet, except that I do want to keep up the reading one. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is like once you set a goal, you don't have to... You can keep that goal. Yeah. You don't have to like, oh, it's a new year. I have to have all new goals. Or you can even reuse the same word. Right. You don't have to just pick a new word because it's a new year. If that right. word really spoke to you and you feel like you really need it, you can keep using it. Yeah. Or go back to the list and pick a new one. Yeah. There's no right or wrong about any of this. Uh-huh. And like you can choose to do it or not do it. But when we start to plan and dream and talk about what our lives will look like in the near or distant future, it helps us to keep moving forward. And it can even help us to find some excitement even when we find ourselves in the midst of impossible circumstances. We know it's hard. We know you're in the season. We know you're here listening to this podcast because either you or somebody you love has struggled. Yeah. You've lost a baby. You struggled to get pregnant. That's dark and hard and scary. And it's hard to pick up where your next season is going to begin. It's hard to find that. But setting goals or choosing a word can help you kind of define your seasons or help Mm -hmm. you start a new season fresh. And that doesn't at all mean that you're giving up on your hopes and dreams of a family. Right. It just means that you're, you're still living your life. Yeah. And you're still choosing to find hope and joy and excitement in the things that are outside of your fertility journey. And you're just refining it a little bit. You are just coming in clutch, (laughs) bringing that word in. (laughs) Oh, Oh, where our thrive tip this month is to find your pause. Maybe it will be easier to find that now that the holiday season is coming to a close, but maybe dreaming of your future can be part of finding that pause. Maybe this year really was hard. And the best thing you can do is to pause to plan how to do that certain thing next year. And yet we thrive is taking a pause the month of January. Yes, we are. So we will see you next year in February. In January, we'll feature our, I think there's five Tuesdays in January. So we will feature five of our favorite episodes from this past year. So we'll still be airing. We just won't have a new episode. So stay tuned. You know, you can listen to some. But how about you send us your favorite episodes? We can look at those and maybe we'll feature. It'll be like our favorites and then one of them will be you know listener favorites that would be fun so but we'll come back at you starting in february we're so excited we're so excited to see what the next year holds for us and forget we thrive even though this is a club that we all are part of and never intend to sign up for we really are so glad that you're here with us that you found us and that you've joined our community we could not be more grateful for you and we'll see you next year thanks for joining us today on the yet we thrive podcast If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at YetWeThrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.